Hello, welcome to Secure Talk, your trusted source of information on the latest threats, trends, tools, and technology related to cybersecurity and compliance. Join our hosts as they discuss a wide range of topics and speak with leading cybersecurity, technology, and compliance experts. Now is the time for Secure Talk. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Secure Talk. Secure Talk is brought to you by Adequest, your cybersecurity and compliance partner. My name is Mark Schreiner, and I'll be your host for this episode of Secure Talk. Today, we're going to be talking to cloud solution architect Christoph Kuhl. And Christoph's going to be talking to us about some of the amazing benefits that can be realized by implementing or deploying Windows Autopilot. So, hey, Christoph, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How about you, Mark? Oh, pretty good. Thanks for good. having me. Yeah, yeah. It's Friday, and I'm looking forward to an action-packed weekend. We're in the middle of a move, and I've got all kinds of things that I've been working on. But today, I want to talk to you about Windows Autopilot. And mm-hmm. you've, uh, you've had some, uh, some very recent and very interesting experience with, with Autopilot, yeah? Yes, correct. Yeah. So let's let's we're going to take a look at some specific examples of how you've deployed Autopilot. But before we get into that, maybe you can give an overview of of what Autopilot is. Yes, of course. So the main goal for Autopilot is basically to provision hardware devices in an enterprise without minimum or not at all uh, IT involvement. So this is the main goal. So imagine that you have uh, a device um, like a PC or a laptop, which goes directly to your users, fully installed without IT being involved. This is the the main idea of Autopilot. Well, so, well, actually, yeah. I mean, it goes to the users, but it's not actually installed until the user turns it on, right? Correct. That's yeah. correct. So basically, uh, and and this is this is where the magic works. So the the device will know that it's an Autopilot device only the first time the the device will be booted and will be booted by the users. So this is where the magic comes in. So t- uh, technically how it works, so the device, I mean, you have to set up, so it's an Intune feature. So I forgot to mention that. So it's an Azure Intune feature. Um, so you have to set up, uh, uh, well, Autopilot uh, within Intune. Um, and um, when the user will re- receive the, the device, so it will boot up, the will connect to, uh, the network or the Wi-Fi, and at this point, the device will uh, request or will ask uh, Autopilot Microsoft Server uh, if it's um, an Autopilot device, yes or no. If it's an Autopilot device, in this case, some specific things going to happen to this uh, um, uh, to this device according to what has been set up in Intune. So some specific policies will be pushed on the device uh, and even application will be pushed uh, uh, to this um, device automatically. Oh, and one important thing, also uh, this device will be automatically uh, Azure AD join or uh, automatically uh, Active Directory join, which is the kind of new feature. And I think we'll talk about this a little bit later. So, so before we go too far down that road, let's just remind everybody of, of what the traditional method uh, used by companies to issue devices is. I mean, it, you know, you got, yep. you've got a new employee uh, or, yep. or an existing employee who needs a needed device. And, it, you know, one device could take a significant, could take, I don't know, two, three, four hours to prepare because you need to understand what, you know, what apps they need and so on and so forth. Walk us through that process, the traditional. Correct. Way. 
So the traditional uh, process to provision a device to a user in so in a large organization, so is well first you buy uh, this device to a, an, an EOM, so it could be Microsoft, Dell, uh, HP, this kind of you know uh, big EOM. Um, you usually don't buy one devices; you buy in bulk. So they come. Uh, usually with um, uh, not the right OS, so maybe not the latest one, and usually with lots of user, the end user don't like or don't want to. Uh, of course, um, depending on what you have um, uh, defined as a procedures in your in your company, uh, depending uh, who is the the targeted user, uh, this user will probably need some specific uh, you know application uh, dedicated for his daily job. So what IT will do is basically to take this device and put um, um, basically uh, reimage the the device with what we called a golden image. So it's basically um, a hard drive or SSD uh, um, USB stick uh, with um, a dedicated Windows 10 uh, or, or a dedicated OS uh, with all the applications already pre-installed on this image. So basically uh, the IT will never boot, uh, or the device will never be booted um, for the first time ever with what uh, has been provided by the uh, uh, EOM uh, vendors. So, um, and that's the issue here because any devices provisioned this way needs to go through IT first, then be delivered uh, to the user. So it's so basically a waste of time and, um, and money because time is money. Absolutely. And I mean, a, an organization can create multiple profiles, right? I mean, you might have a sales profile, a finance profile, a, uh, a, a an executive profile, whatever. And based upon those profiles, you would have certain apps and certain privileges um, for that profile. And so, in, in if you know, so if you're shipping a PC out, I, I guess you would use autopilot to say, oh, this this device is um, aligned with this profile. And when the user turns it on, they have all the apps and privileges, uh, 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 what's the word, related to that profile. Is that right? So it, it, it's, yes, almost right. So um, basically all the application and the policies are controlled by Intune, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what Autopilot will do is control Ubi, so the out-of-box experience, which is the first uh, screens you see the first time you boot the device. So... Um, Autopilot defines profiles, yes, but it's kind of limited. Uh, of the, uh, the the options are kind of limited uh, in this profile. Uh, it's basically um, um, the, you would be able uh, you would be able to define that the user will be an administrator or a regular user. Uh, you would be able to um, remove. Uh, or to hide specific Ubi pages, like for example, the EULA, uh, which is the end user license agreement, uh, uh, or um, uh, or the Cortana screens, uh, this kind of stuff. So this will be skipped, and uh, what the user will have to do is only to um, uh, connect to the Wi-Fi or the network, enter his credential. So this is something that I forgot to mention, uh, and that's about it. And wait for everything to be provisioned automatically. But um, all the policies and application, this has to be set up on the Intune side. Uh, Autopilot will control what's what's happening uh, during the first boot, basically.
I got so you. So this, this is the main difference. Okay. So, um, yeah. Well, it's interesting because we've been talking about new users or new employees. Um, in my case, I recently received a new device, um, you know, but I, I've been with AdaQuest for a few years. Uh, and I was a little bit concerned about, so how is, you know, my, the content that I've created before and my profile, how is that going to transfer over? And it was amazing. I mean, I just, uh, I turned it on, like you said, uh, you know, got, got on the local Wi-Fi and uh, it, it was literally a, a two or three minute process, maybe, maybe a four or five minutes maximum. But it, it, everything was there. Everything that I was, my desktop was just what I had expected to be. Um, and I had access to all my old, well, data and, and, and files and everything just because, I mean, that's all basically in the cloud, but it pulled down um, my specific profile. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And this is, yeah, this is an, an important comment. So you were able to, uh, uh, to work like in a, in, on your laptop in a matter of minutes. So in your case, I think it was 10 or 15 minutes because while well, some application needs to be pushed. Oh, that's right. The device. There, there was some download time for those right. apps. But for me to actually and, get in on my desktop, it was just, it was very quick. But there was something, I think right. it was like Teams, for example, took a little bit longer. But you're right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, uh, for AdaQuest, so we push also Office, and Office is pretty big, so Office needs to be needed to be downloaded. So this is what uh, took uh, so um, like um, a little bit more time. But basically, all the policies that we have uh, uh, set up at AdaQuest were pushed like in a matter of really literally in a matter of minutes, plus the uh, plus some different um, uh, specific apps. But one important comment that I have to highlight here and that your auditors should be aware of, so you were able to work like in a matter of minutes because all your um, you know, uh, corporate data were stored in the cloud. So at AdaQuest, we're using, uh, we're using OneDrive. Um, uh, and OneDrive for business is, is important. So if we if you had like a data stored locally on your previous devices, that would have been harder. That, I mean, some migration, data migration should have occurred uh, before uh, changing your laptop or your device. So it was easy because all your data is in the cloud. So same for uh, emails. Uh, we are using Office 65 um, uh, for everything, uh, so including exchange, uh, so exchange online. So yeah, you were able to uh, um, open Outlook and uh, and um, and send emails like in yeah in a matter of uh, less than ten minutes. Oh, it was it was great too, and you know it's kind of cool when you get a new device and you're the first person to open the box and and it's yours, you know, because it's always been in the past where you get the device, you hand it over to the IT team, they get it back to you half a day later. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, they've been messing around with it and doing stuff. And, you know, it's just kind of like, so it's not your brand new device. And I know that's might sound trivial, but I think there's something to that where and, and there's there's also the benefit of, you know, these days, a lot of people are working remotely. So how are they going to get a new device? They got to go into the company. The company's got to configure it, ship it out to them. Here it can go directly from the manufacturer. Yes. Right? Yes, um, so directly to their user. Yeah, and it doesn't matter really where they are. They just need to have a Wi-Fi connection. Yes, that's correct. Um, so a little bit of uh, setup needs to be done. 
I mean, you have to set up uh, autopilot for sure. You have to uh, somehow tell the autopilot that uh, the device which will be sent to the user is an autopilot device, right? So there's uh, something to be done in autopilot, but it's uh, it's literally like a two-minute thing. So this is the in IT involvement part, like uh, t uh, two minutes. And in some cases, actually, uh, this task could be even done by the partner. Um, uh, so, for example, at AdaQuest, we provide uh, managed services based uh, uh, on the PC provisioning, and uh, it's not even—I uh, mean, it, it's not even a task that it is done by the customer IT. We doing this for them. So right. these two minutes spend. So basically, what happens to this device? Uh, We—I um, mean, the the customer create the request. We order the device for for them. The device is shipped directly to the end user, wherever he works, or it could be at home, it could be a, a corporate address or a private address. Uh, the user opened the box uh, himself, and everything is provisioned automatically. So the IT doesn't see this device ever. That is pretty darn cool. Uh, in fact, with one customer, we are in the process of, of completing a custom portal where their right. employees and uh, agents can go and select a device, order a device, uh, and based upon, you know, I mean, there's, there, they have multiple options to choose from, um, and then the device gets shipped out directly to, the, uh, to that person. Yes, we are, uh, we are in the process to automate, uh, to, to automate the request process itself mm -hmm. without IT involvement. I mean, the only the only thing would be like to have a, a manager approval because of course we don't want, uh, or the, the corporation doesn't want uh, to have any users uh, ordering like a, a device. So at least, I mean, the, the request needs to be approved first. Um, but yeah, the this tool, which is web-based, is designed for, um, uh, is designed, yeah, to request this device to be shipped for the end users without, in this in this case, without any IT involvement. The only thing, um, the only thing um, that IT would see is basically that uh, a new device will appear in Intune, uh, because at one point the uh, this device will be AD joined or AD joined, and that's about it. Uh, it will be automatically managed by Intune, and if something has to be done. Um, well, in this case, the end user can create a, a ticket to the support, but uh, IT will never see the, the device be, before, um, you know, an issue uh, occur, occurs on, on this device. So, this is, a, so this is a huge benefit for both the end users and the IT department. I mean, everybody is getting absolutely. what they want here. Um, yes. Let's talk a little bit about what does it take to set up Autopilot? You know, I mean, t talk a little bit about the costs. Uh, and and then the time involved in terms of just doing the initial setup so an organization can start using Autopilot. So uh, to set up Autopilot, it's a matter of uh, of days just to set up. So you you, you first have to uh, have a, some discussion with the customers to, to uh, determine what kind of profile they want. Um, this is also assuming that Intune is already in place or used. If it's not the case, so in this case, um, well, Intune in has to be set up. Um, well, there's another options, basically. Uh, well, uh, Microsoft has just released in preview uh, a hybrid mode um, uh, features, which allows basically the uh, the device to be AD John, whether to be AD John. And in this case, you don't need Intune. All the policy will be pushed up uh, 
by uh, by the domain controller and not and not in tune. Um, so in terms of rogue load, so assuming that all the policies are set uh, either on AD side or Intune side, it's a matter yes of hours to set up uh, Autopilot and and to configure the different profiles to add a device into the um, uh, into uh, Autopilot mode. Like I said, it's a matter of minutes, uh, assuming that you have the right uh, information. And I think I'll talk about uh, about this a little bit later. Um, and from a license point of view, uh, you need only the end user to be uh, licensed uh, to Intune. So, which is, I think, six dollars per user per month, currently, uh, and that's it. And that Intune can be used uh, in a much broader context as well of it's course yes yeah, so yes. and maybe maybe you could just just give a quick for people who don't understand or aren't familiar with intune maybe you can just give a very quick overview of what intune is and how it can be used uh so yeah intune is a mdm tool which is a mobile device management tool which allows it basically to control and to monitor uh the all the corporate devices so it's not, not uh, just corporate right not just corporate, yeah, you can uh, you can also manage uh, personal devices. If you install, uh, if a use end user uh, install Outlook Mobile on his personal phone to access corporate data, Intune will be also able to see that, and some policy could be applied uh, in order to control and monitor what happens uh, what happens on this device. So, for example, uh, focusing just on the uh, mobile policy, you can enforce the fact uh, that. Uh, um, that the device uh, could be protected by a pin or, or kind of uh, or a biometric, you know, uh, a protection, uh, so that uh, nobody else, that the end user, could uh, access the, um, you know, corporate data. This is one example. But uh, yeah, Intune is a very powerful, uh, you know, MDM um, tool which allows like lots of different things. So you would spend you would spend more time to set up Intune than Autopilot itself. But if it's already done, basically it's uh, it's not a super extra push to set up Autopilot. This is what I mean. Right, because if you've got Intune, it's already set up. You're already paying for yes. it. Autopilot's yes. going to take, um, like you said, a matter of hours, maybe maybe one or two days maximum. Um, yes. And, and it, it's not going to cost you anything. But once you have it set up, two minutes to provision a, a PC or a, a device. So, <laughs> which actually brings up the question, um, what type of devices can it be used on and, and operating systems? So it, can, so it can be deployed only on Windows 10 um, um, devices. So uh, Autopilot won't work with the Mac, won't work with the Linux, Linux devices, so only Windows uh, 10-based um, devices. And uh, the requirement right now is uh, the version 1809, which is the version from last September, so September 2018. So this is the requirement from a, a hardware, um, not the hardware, but software point of view. Okay. Uh, from a hardware point of view, um, Microsoft is working with lots of, uh, I mean, with the major EOM provider, um, uh, Dell, HP, Microsoft, of course, because they they, they provide uh, also uh, uh, hardware right now with the, the, the new Surface, but with the major ones. So they have um, 
they have partnership with a major EOM um, for, uh, I mean, this, their device to be uh, easily enrolled into, into Autopilot. And one thing I want to mention is that uh, this partnership works also with a CSP. If, uh, for example, a customer is using um, a CSP like Cinex or Ingram Micro, uh, Microsoft, uh, uh, I mean, th those resellers uh, have uh, deal with Microsoft to, to provide uh, the necessary information, autopilot information. Excellent. Um, you know, Secure Talk is primarily focused on security and compliance issues. Uh, what, how does autopilot help? Let me back up. Intune clearly has a lot of security Yes. Uh, aspects to it you know i mean you can you can monitor device usage you can do remote wipes on corporate data etc uh, etc et with autopilot what are the security benefits um that's a good question on this one so i've never thought uh, uh about autopilot as a security feature but more a uh, more a convenient feature that allows to save time on it side uh, let me think for a second. So, what could be uh, the security benefit on this one? Um, well, just just to make something up, I could say that uh, if your IT people are spending less time provisioning PCs or devices, that they could be focused on other t activities. <laughs> That's just a stab right, in the yeah, dark. There, I mean, yeah, this is the direct benefit, of course. Yes, that would be uh, yeah. But I have more time to spend on, uh, I mean, to securing their infrastructure. Yeah, for for sure. This yeah, and, this could and, be an indirect impact. And Windows 10. I mean, again, this is just kind of uh, periphery to to autopilot. But Windows 10 has a lot of security features built into it, and including Windows Hello, which is all. It's all kind of part and parcel of the same package. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, I mean. Uh, Microsoft has spent lots of money over the past few years to harden their uh, Windows 10 and to uh, provide like built-in uh, feature, security features. Um, you mentioned Hello. Uh, there are also Windows Defender, the antivirus, the uh, firewall, um, and everything works based, um, you know, based on uh, AI, AI te technology in the background. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, they receive lots of. I mean, billions, trillions of signals uh, every day. So they have um, they have uh, the materials to uh, to detect and to protect. Uh, um, I mean, the um, the software and um, whatever has been bought by the customer. Actually, so so why don't you take us through the process um, before we talk about the specific information that's needed uh, for to, to to provision a PC or excuse me, I keep saying a PC, but I should say a device. I guess, but it has to, yeah. Anyway, um, how do you, how do you how do you ensure that the person who get, opens the box is actually the intended person? Yeah, that's a good question. So basically, um, the um, the process to uh, add a specific device uh, in Autopilot. Uh, in this process, you would also also assign this device to a dedicated user. So in your case, for example, uh, I knew that the device with the, this serial number will be assigned to you. So the, the first time the device will be booted, basically, um, uh, you, you got an AdaQuest banner with your name, and the only option that was available to you was to enter your password. 
So assuming that you are the only one to know your password, it's only be, it's, I mean, the, the, the device can be unlocked and provisioned only by you, only by the end user. This is how it works. And this is also, uh, also a cool thing for, from a user point of view, uh, because the, uh, the first time the PC, I mean, the, the device is booted, uh, the, um, the user will get like a welcome message, uh, a personalized welcome message with uh, his name and the uh, corporate logo and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's kind of cool, which is uh, kind of different from the regular Ubi uh, experience. And I, I'm sorry, I missed that because I just had somebody knock on my door. But um, is it password only or was there a second factor? So it, it could be both. It depends on the policy. So if you have a, um, a policy defining that if you're a non-trusted network or conditional access or, you know, specific policy, uh, the device is not known for at this point or the first time it is booted. So MFA could apply. Uh, or or not, so uh, it depends on the the policy which has been set up uh, in Azure. So yes, if uh, um, MFA could apply in this case, okay, and and Hello could apply in this case if this is uh, if this is part of your policy. So during UB, uh, like a pin could be enforced. Uh, I mean, the user can be forced to set up a pin, or uh, could be forced to. Uh, you know, uh, provide his fingerprint or provide his uh, facial, uh, you know, uh, information. But it's all part of Intune and the policy that are, um, you know, uh, specified uh, in the in the corporation, in the organization. Excellent. Hey, so um, you mentioned earlier that you needed certain information from, uh, regarding the user um, in order to... to uh, uh, issue the device or ship the device. What, yes. what information do you need? So um, there are several. There are three methods to add a device in in autopilot. So uh, you can do this directly in uh, in Intune from uh, the autopilot uh, section. Um, you can also do it from Microsoft Store for Business. Um, and the last part is uh, the last thing is you can do it from uh, the partner center. So the partner can um, can not enroll but can um, assign this device to Autopilot uh, for the end customer. So the first two, Intune and uh, Microsoft for Business, um, um, requires to uh, have um, a specific ID. So the serial number is not enough. You have to have a complementary, what is called a hash ID, which uh, is unique to the device. And this hash ID can be is provided by the reseller or directly the UM uh, vendor. So uh, I'd like to point out, point out that uh, to get this information could be tricky. Um, and this is the one of the pain points right now that I see uh, in, into, the, into the process. But if you have a partner, um, you would not need to have this hash ID. So the partner could uh, integrate this device into Autopilot uh, using the partner center portal. And in this case, you don't need the hash ID. So this would be, my, in my opinion, the preferred method uh, because you don't have to deal with this famous uh, hash ID. So it's a 4K uh, key, uh, which is not provided on the box, which is... Um, 
only uh, provided, uh, I mean, generated by Microsoft, and which is supposed to be uh, communicated to the vendor, but sometimes it can be difficult like to uh, gather this information depending on the reseller. Excellent. Well, hey, Christophe, um, we're kind of winding things down here. Um, any, any last comments, observations um, regarding uh, Windows Autopilot? Um, yeah, um, maybe one thing. So uh, Autopilot has two ways to, to function. So the regular way, which is uh, which allows the device to uh, be AD joined, so Azure Active Directory joined. So this is the regular way. And uh, Microsoft uh, um, have has added another way, which is uh, to join a, the Active Directory, which is, uh, I think, in my opinion, a way more uh, way more interesting way. Uh, because it allows a customer who has already who have uh, already set up like policies in AD um, and uh, scripts and so on, it allows to um, uh, them to uh, provision um, and to um, yeah, to provision the device in uh, AD, so in a hybrid mode. This is what what it is called. So this is a cool feature, still in preview, um, um, but yeah, th this is a really cool stuffs coming, and uh, I think lots of customers yeah, are asking for it. Excellent. Well, hey, I really appreciate your time, and um, you know you're getting a lot of uh, great experience with with Autopilot, and um, you know you've shared a lot of that with uh, with the audience here. Um, mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I really appreciate it, and wish you a great weekend, and and we'll get you back on here sometime soon. Yeah, I I really hope so, and thanks for having me for a second time. It was, uh, yeah, uh, really interesting to have this discussion and to share my experience on autopilot uh, i think it's uh, it could be a game changer uh, for lots of things definitely thanks a lot christophe take care hello welcome to secure talk your trusted source of information on the latest threats trends tools and technology related to cybersecurity and compliance join our hosts as they discuss a wide range of topics and speak with leading cybersecurity technology and compliance experts now is the time for secure talk